many of us in this world find ourselves searching for ways to feel more alive. We move through our lives day after day, living through the same repetitive cycles and the same stressful patterns that often leave us feeling defeated, underappreciated, or unfulfilled. But what if there were a different way to perceive life? What if out there we were able to find the keys to a happy, healthy, and fulfilling reality in the lives that we're living right here, right now? For those of us who are looking for a way to transform our lives, for those of us who are looking to fully live in this moment, to change how we feel, how we perceive the world, and awaken to a better reality so we can fully live this life. This is the Live This Life Podcast. And I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question, are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. In today's show, I am pretty excited to start discussing a topic I've been studying for quite a while. I've been very fascinated with this one. I've been researching this stuff and using this one myself for a few years now, and I have just been blown away by the entire story that was behind all of this, and I've been really blown away by the results of what I've experienced. So today, we'll be talking about brainwave states, the CIA, and binaural beats. Very, very interesting stuff. So back a few years ago, I had a ton of physical issues that I was dealing with, Um I have very poor experiences with mainstream medicine up to a certain point. And they were really trying to just write me like pill after pill for some stomach issues that I was having. Um, and those were affecting my mind and vice versa. You know, really didn't know what was going on. So neither did the doctors. They were just one test after another, one diagnosis after another. And they really just couldn't figure out what was going on. So it was making me mega anxious because I couldn't sleep. Uh, a couple hours a night at a certain point. And it turns out I was really having just a nasty reaction to gluten, which is a protein inside of uh, wheat, which also absorbs glyphosate, which is the pesticide that they use to spray and dry out wheat. We talked about this one a lot in the episode with Shanae Pelka. I believe that was episode 65, um, where she gets into a lot of the stuff. She is the research and development manager for Organifi and she knows a ton of stuff about this. So I was having a nasty reaction to that that stuff and didn't realize it, it was not really a gluten allergy. It was the, the intolerance to that stuff. So I wasn't sleeping at night, huge anxiety issues. It was firing up my fight or flight response because that certain part of your stomach connects to your brain. So nothing was working for me. So I sought out meditation to try and get myself to sleep a little bit better. And in that quest, I found out what binaural beats were. And from there, I started finding out a ton of information about frequencies and how our brain operates on certain frequencies or hertz. So if you're not familiar with what, what the hertz are, it's basically cycles per second that happen. So I guess the best way to picture it uh, with sound waves, if you could look like a spectrograph, if you're picturing, um, you know, like a wavelength, waves going up, waves going down, and there's a center line where something goes up above and then goes down below the center line, one hertz wavelength would be the start of it cresting up, going back down below that zero point line, and then back up to a starting point. And that would be one cycle. The arc up and then down and then back to its starting point would be one cycle. So if it did that in one second, you'd have one hertz. 
if it did two of those cycles in a second, you'd have two hertz and so on. If, if it did one of those big cycles over the course of eight seconds, you'd have maybe a one-eighth hertz frequency. So our brain waves operate at those different hertz frequencies depending on what state our brain is in. And those waves can all create different states of consciousness. And where I'm going with the binaural beats is those binaural beats can actually put our brains into those specific states. Our brains go into these different consciousness states, like when we sleep, we can produce delta waves or even theta waves. And when we're in meditative states, we have different uh, different brain waves. We, when we're learning, when we're dialed in, when we're sort of like, quote unquote, in the zone, when time slows down for us, um, we're tuning our brain into a certain state. Now, getting into those states on purpose can be achieved, but it takes a ton of work. It takes a ton of discipline. It's not very easy to get there. I've been working on it for four solid years now. And like right now, I'm having a huge, huge backslide, a lot of stress, a lot of very unpleasant, negative people that I come across on a daily basis that obviously I didn't get myself to a really solid foundation when I headed into the point that I'm in right now, because really once you're there, you shouldn't be rattled off of your your foundation. But I'm, I'm currently there. I'm trying to work my way through it. But because of that, you can do other things with this brainwave technology to get your brain into certain states, to get you into a brainwave state where it's conducive for sleep or conducive for study or meditation, whatever it is that you're looking for. And using these binaural beats and similar technologies can really get you there. Um, these tones, it is so interesting. So these tones can produce a certain frequency. They, they go into each ear. So I usually use a really big set of dynamic headphones and ones that completely cover up my ear. Usually use ones that have some noise canceling to them too, but they have really good uh, high ranges of frequency with the lows and the highs, just really good high quality headphones. Um, not like the inner ear ones, but the real big ear muffed style. And when you play these tones, depending on what sort of state you want to get into, you can play a tone in one ear and then it will play a tone in your other ear and there'll be solid tones between the two. But when you put both of those tones on at the same time, you'll hear like an oscillation and that oscillation will actually put your brain into those certain states. And there's a ton of fascinating studies behind all of this stuff. There's a ton of fact-based peer-reviewed research and science over decades and decades on this stuff. And there's so much of it. It was going on uh, so long ago and it was gaining so much attention and gaining so much credence because of how the experiments were re repeated over and over again that it caught the attention of the CIA at one point, which is something we're going to dive into in a moment. But first, I want to take the chance and read a review that came in to the podcast via iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts. Um, I so much appreciate all the reviews and the comments that are left wherever they are. Uh, they really help us reach new listeners in this ever-growing sea of podcasts, which right now, about 2021, we have roughly about 1.7 million of them out there. And we, for this podcast, are fortunate enough to have placed in the top 60 in certain categories in certain countries around the world. So it wouldn't be where it is without you listeners. This was just a three to five episode project that is literally turned into a thing. Um, so thank you all who keep continuing to listen, who put these reviews on there and keep supercharging Live This Life for um, what we're doing. And it really helps 
push me along and keeps this train going. So this particular review made me uh, uh, definitely must have gotten something in my eye when I was reading this one, you know. Um, sometimes you really get affected by someone in a positive way, and this review was one of those ones where uh, whenever I walk away from this experience someday, this one is totally going to be just one of those rewarding ones. Um, so this one is a five-star review, which came in from a user called CNoons12, and this one's titled Clarity. And it says, thank you so much, Heath, for starting this podcast and speaking your truth. It has helped me immensely coming from the same career path as you and having the same feelings while within the field. I wrote to you seeking advice and guidance on how to survive my last six years. And you read the letter in episode 54 and it blew me away. I'm still going through my spiritual journey, trying to navigate life and trying to find true purpose. I know I was put here for a reason and I'm trying to figure that out. In the meantime, all I can do is allow my intuition to shine through and try to live my best life. Listening to your podcast clears my mind and brings me hope that I will become the person I'm destined to be and will continue to vibrate higher every day. You show me that it is possible to change your life, change the way you view the world, and speak your truth regardless of what people may think. When I reflect on my day, I ask myself, are you living or are you killing time? Again, thank you, Caitlin. So thank you, Caitlin. Uh, I actually believe that was episode 64 um, that I did that episode with Caitlin. She had wrote in and was in a similar career path to what I was in. Uh, yeah, it was episode 64. And she was in a similar career path and had a similar question to where I was. And it turned out to be a really great episode. It was very fulfilling for me. It brought the whole experience full circle because um, it was a similar type of letter that I wrote to someone else that uh, that was answered on the air on a podcast that really sparked things off for me. So it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for writing that. And I hope that the perspective that you take on the rest of your career for the next few years uh, results in something absolutely fulfilling and rewarding and you stay safe and definitely stay in touch. I'd love to hear how things are going. Um, you know, anything specific comes up. You know, I spent 18 years in that line of work, so I saw a lot. I didn't see it all, but I definitely saw a lot. And normalizing the woo-woo kind of stuff that people like us uh, in these kinds of lines of work that I used to be in and what you're in now, that these people like us can have higher spiritual perspectives as well and still be a warrior, more like a, a spiritual warrior. But, but normalizing that empathy and compassion in those lines of work is what could shift the paradigm on everybody who, who does those kinds of lines of work or any difficult line of work for that matter. Another wonderful sponsor that I want to mention is Organifi. I vowed to be very selective in the companies I partnered with for the podcast, but after trying some of their products, the results that I've had, and discovering how truly unique of a company they are, I had to partner with them on the show. Not only are they an amazing group of people with an outstanding mission, but this company produces some of the highest quality superfood products that I've ever tried. Going above and beyond certified organic, they certify the purity of their products many times over. I am personally in love with the gold chocolate product. That's a hot chocolate style drink that I make at the end of a long day. It's key ingredients like turmeric, turkey tail, and reishi mushroom, along with ginger and lemon balm. And of course the cocoa make an amazing drink that I reach for instead of a sugary dessert before bed. It promotes recovery and relaxation, and I have not been able to live without it since I discovered it. Check out their long line of amazing products at OrganifiShop.com. 
That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I-S-H-O-P.com. And if you find something you like, enter the coupon code LIVETHISLIFE, all one word, to get 15% off your order. So let me dive into the binaural beats a little bit for a second and describe exactly what those are. I kind of started to a minute ago. So those happen to be where if you want to achieve a certain brainwave state, so let's use for an example the alpha brainwave state um, for deep meditation. That would be in like the 8 to 12 hertz range. So if you play one solid resonant tone in the left ear and then another one that is an 8 hertz difference, so let's say 100 in one ear and then 108 in the other, the difference between the two is the 8 hertz. You'll actually end up hearing the 8 hertz tone in your head even though it's not being played into either ear. So when you lift up the headphone on, uh, let's say you lift up the right one and you leave the left one on your ear, you'll hear a solid tone just like woo. And then if you switch, if you put the pick the left one up and put the right one down, you'll hear a woo. But when you put them both on at the same time, you'll hear this this strange oscillating going back and forth between your ears, but that you're not actually hearing that in the headphones. It's the result of those two differing tones, each going into your ear and your brain going into synchronization between the two hemispheres. And when I discovered this at first, it was absolutely amazing. And the the speed at which I was able to clear my mind and get into meditative states or go to sleep, like that was my main mission when I first started seeking these things out, was I couldn't sleep. And I was having a real hard time meditating too. It was early on when I first started to meditate, but I really had some of my best gains when I first started that. But then these these medical conditions started up and I could not clear my mind no matter what. My fight or flight response was going nuts because of my medical conditions and I just couldn't clear my mind. But these binaural beats did it for me. And it got me through that really tough time. And I have suggested this to so many people because there's so many different types of these technologies out there. Um, But I really feel that all the ones that I've tried, all of them have worked really well. Um, So depending on which one you try, obviously going for the legitimate ones and less of the stuff you might find on YouTube is like the best thing to do. Um, Because YouTube has a completely different compression and everything for their, their tones and stuff. So when you go for the, like the legitimate ones that we'll talk about in a little bit, um, those are the best ways to go. But really, if you even want to sample it and you want to search binaural beats or hemisync on YouTube, give it a shot. Try it out. Put some big, huge headphones on and just see how it makes you feel. See what their experience like. Um, but if you do dive down that road, definitely go for the like the more legitimate ones. And speaking of which, um, the the one of the more legitimate ones is Hemisync, the actual company Hemisync, and I have the pleasure of welcoming Garrett Stevens, the CEO and chairman of Hemisync on in a few episodes to talk about this subject more in depth. And um, is the reason why I'm doing this episode now because there's so much information in the episode that him and I had talked about, but I really feel like some of the stuff that we use, it was technical jargon and, and certain things that really needed like a prequel to it. So that's what this episode is. And plus, we didn't dive a whole lot into the different focus states and the brainwave states, and as well as the CIA document that came out about this stuff. And all of it has been mega fascinating to me, as well as me seeing this this recent explosion of this information with the gateway process, which is what I'll talk about in a minute as well, all over TikTok. And it's been even on Vice. If you go and search um, Vice and the gateway process, this fascinating summarized article of what would take you maybe hundreds of pages of information to read 
um, would show up there. Maybe I'll dig that one up and put it in the show notes as well. I'm not a huge fan of Vice, but when I saw that come up, um, I was totally fascinated because all of it's the stuff I've been studying, and they really were able to embody what that uh, the whole report and everything that I've been looking into really stated. Um, but definitely check out the episode that's going to be coming out in another week or two with Garrett Stevens, um, and he's definitely got a, a really cool offer for listeners as well to get some of this technology. He's got a decent deal, so um, check that out when it does come out. So the brainwave states that we typically are in, um, I'll go right down the line. So the first one is beta. We're usually in beta. You're alert. You're in normal consciousness. You're actively thinking, um, active conversation, making decisions, problem solving. If you're focusing on a task, maybe learning a new concept, that's usually in the 13 to 32 hertz range. So the next one down is uh, alpha brainwaves. So that one's usually when you're physically and mentally relaxed. Alpha is really pretty much mostly um, detectable when your your eyes are closed and you're relaxed, kind of beginning to do the meditative state and you're beginning to, to uh, maybe beginning portions of sleep, you're starting out in alpha. That's in the 8 to 13 hertz range. Um, people get there when they're being maybe creative, they're doing yoga, that kind of stuff. The next one is the gamma brainwaves. So this one's when you're really in like heightened perception, you're learning, you're problem solving, and really this one I feel like is when people are in the zone. Um, This is when you're in the heightened perception, like this is what your peak mental state is, like what I always pictured Tom Brady being in when he's playing football, and he's just doing those crazy things that he always did throughout his career, and those massive comebacks, and where he could just thread a ball between people and just laser focus on stuff, and he's always telling people that laser focus that's where this comes in. You see Michael Jordan back in the day doing those things and Kobe Bryant. This is where those athletes get into the zone. Um, this is the frequency that puts you at about 32 to 100 hertz. Um, the one after that would be the theta brain waves. That one is when you're in that highly creative uh, brainwave state, insight, dreams. You're in a totally reduced consciousness. Um, but the theta is around the 8 to 4 hertz and really occur during deep relaxation, like deep meditation or like when you're daydreaming, you're staring off into nothing or like when your eyes get comfortable. When Whenever that happens, when you're sitting there and you're staring off and someone kind of snaps their fingers at you and you've got like, oh, my eyes were just comfortable for a minute, you are sort of in a waking meditative state. You're that daydreaming. And that's usually your brain in that, that um, theta state. And the last one is the delta brain waves. And that's when you are in deep sleep, you're dreaming, it's at the... 0.5 hertz, so half a hertz to um, four hertz. And that is like that dreamless state of sleep. And it's where some of the best healing and rejuvenation of your body um, happens. And it's so crucial to get into that state when you're sleeping. So you can get into these states naturally. You can, you can, you know, if you're trained, you're sharp in your axe enough, you can be an athlete and you're into those brainwave states, you can get there. Obviously, you get there through some natural states. You're in alpha most of the time when you're awake. You're in um, theta and, and those different stages of sleep when, when you're asleep. Sometimes we don't get there enough, um, especially that, uh, that delta brainwave state where that deep, deep healing uh, and rejuvenation happens. But that's where you can use these technologies to get there. And there are so many different types of things that you can listen to. Like I mentioned, Hemisync. Um, one of my other favorites is what my man Ben Carroll does. He does the sound bowl healing. Um, and he has recently incorporated binaural beats into his sound healing. So it's like a double whammy. 
And really, I'll put it out there as a shameless plug for the stuff that he does in some of his live sound healing events. There is no video or audio track or anything that compares to when you see him do this stuff live in person. And then also when he's been doing his live events online. Um, this, the mass meditation, like the group energy that comes even when you're not around people, when there's multiple people doing it. Um, that, that Schumann resonance that I talked about um, all a while ago is a resonant frequency that happens between the surface of the earth and the upper ionosphere. And that oscillation happens inside of that. And mass meditations have shown to affect that Schumann resonance for instruments that measure it. So any group meditation, whether it's large and spread out, uh, as long as it's simultaneous, it works. And Ben Carroll stuff, when you get online and you do a bunch of, of people in that state, it, it does have a different resonance to it. But his stuff is awesome. Um, there's so much stuff out there, though. There's Hemisync, uh, which is the company we'll have on in a few weeks. And there's YouTube videos, like I said. But the another one that I use is the Muse Brainwave Sensing Headband. It can actually detect what brainwaves you might actually be in. Um, all of them work really, really well. If you have stereo headphones, they give me the most amazing results. Um, but if you want to check out Ben Carroll stuff as well, you can go to InnerSelfSustain.com. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. But definitely check out some of his stuff. He has some free things that you can download off of his website and check out some of his stuff. And he does have some free things on YouTube and often puts up videos on Facebook. So check those out if you want to give those a shot. Um, but back to the gateway process that I was talking about, I wouldn't necessarily say that those are the same exact thing as binaural beats. The gateway process is really its own crazy awesome thing of its own, which we might as well dive into that one now since we're on the topic. So the gateway process was discovered by Robert Monroe, Bob Monroe, who was a radio broadcasting executive who really became so well known for his research into altered consciousness and altered states. And uh, he wrote a book in 1971 called Journeys Out of the Body. And he really was credited with popularizing the out-of-body experience, the OBE uh, term. And he founded the Monroe Institute, the TMI, the Monroe Institute, where he studied all things consciousness-related and, and altered states of consciousness using sound waves. So he discovered these different focus states throughout the course of all of his experiments and studies. So they kind of jumped numbers. So focus one is the normal everyday waking consciousness. So probably what you would consider like the alpha brainwave state. I'm sure focus one is, is someone in an alpha brainwave state or a variation of that, that frequency range of alpha. Um, it's completely in phase with physical matter and it's also referred to as C1 consciousness. So then it jumps up right there to focus 10, where the physical body is deeply relaxed while the mind remains conscious, awake, and alert. Mind awake, body asleep. So you may see that one as maybe like a theta or delta. I think that might have been the most applicable ones. Um, then you go to focus 11, which, which is the access channel is what it's called. The ultimate communication channel to all levels of awareness, mental, physical, emotional open during each human plus experience. So I'm reading this stuff actually right from the uh, Monroe Institute website. So I'll credit all these fo focus levels to their studies. Um, the next one up is focus 12, which is a big one that you hear referenced in the CIA documents. So focus 12 is a state of expanded awareness while the body remains deeply, deeply relaxed and asleep. Then you go up to focus 15, which is a state of no time, 
Consciousness is now far removed from your physical body signals. Linear time is no longer relevant to experience, which is crazy. Focus 21 is on the very edge of perception of the space-time continuum. The mind remains fully conscious and active. Focus 22 is on the border between space and time and the non-physical states of being, basically your comatose. And then, focus 23, the condition in which an individual may find him or herself immediately following physical death. So you would think that focus 23 is the end, but there are several layers beyond 23. It goes into some 30s and some 40s, which those get a little bit deeper and I think spark way too much further conversation, but definitely leave that tidbit there for you if you want to research it further and uh, definitely tune in for the episode with Garrett Stevens because we're going to talk a bit about uh, some of those things coming up as well. Um, But the main point of this program that Bob Monroe researched and put into place was to be able to focus brainwave output to alter consciousness and escape the restrictions of space-time altogether, which sounds nuts, but it worked. Being these out-of-body experiences led to remote viewing. Um, and Bob Monroe, he founded the, the, the TMI and he wrote that book. So it got so much attention and so much renowned results around the world that uh, people were doing these remote viewing things and they were having extremely accurate viewings of things they were nowhere near. And they were away from their physical body and it was massively accurate and it gained a lot of popularity. So obviously something mainstream science couldn't explain yet again. And their current level of understanding just tried to dismiss it as woo-woo and witchcraft and all that kind of stuff. But they couldn't explain the accuracy that was having uh, that was happening behind it and how consistent it was. So the Russian government was like, hey, let's, let's tap into this. So they started their own research. And of course, back then, Cold War type stuff, the United States is like, whoa, like if Russia's doing this, we better. We're kind of behind the ball. So they started to look into this as well. And they actually created a huge study about this within the CIA. And it lasted over a series of years. So... Of course, it looked like they wanted to weaponize this sort of thing. So Project Stargate was formed, and the the project went on for a long, long time. Eventually, a report was compiled in 1983, but it remained classified until about 2003. Some of the documents were released, and then they had the whole avalanche of things that came out with the Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA. And in 2017, 12 million pages of documents were released on this program and would declassified. So you, you can totally look this stuff up yourself. Like it's it's out there, it's for everyone, it's in the public domain. A ton of people are talking about it now, um, which I think is super cool. But you can look it up. Lieutenant Colonel Wayne McDonald was a huge name that was within it. Um, Isaac Bentoff, that's B-E-N-T-O-V, who produced a whole bunch of other reports on this subject that totally legitimizes all of it. Um, the Freedom of Information Act was just an avalanche of all this kind of stuff and, and released it out there. If you just Google, um, you can actually see a huge chunk of the report, and it will come from CIA.gov. So just Google CIA-RDP96, and you're going to get those documents if you look at it. I'm going to try and actually link that. I'm not sure if I can link it in the show notes, but I might try. Um, but they're available for download. You can check them out. You can read the whole report. So if you're skeptical about it, Turn right to the CIA for some of their stuff. Um, But also, I'll say this. Like the episode that I just did about cognitive dissonance, 
you need to take all of this stuff with a grain of salt and think objectively you know as fascinating as it is and it's cool to believe that it's all out there it's kind of the main reason i do this podcast is to like wake people up to some of the potentials that might be out there these are all what ifs and maybe these things are legit maybe it's bogus maybe it's all just placebo effect kind of stuff people think it's happening are they having a real out-of-body experience Uh, who knows it's really all subjective experiences really but don't take any one of these single sources i mean i was a little skeptical and still question it a little bit as well um even though i was fascinated by it all that i am i've seen the stuff that the cia quote-unquote releases you know they, they send this stuff out but then they hide a whole bunch of other stuff at any given cost and you have to ask why why is it they're releasing certain things and not so many others if it was so valuable they really wouldn't be releasing it or maybe they would i don't really know but i think that maybe the compulsion of the freedom of information act is is there so maybe they have to let this stuff out um i don't know but either way this stuff is fascinating read into it do your own judgments Learn as much about it all as you can, um, and it's really interesting stuff. Um, but check it out. Go on YouTube, even if you know you want to try to find a few of them and check it out. But um, you can get some free ones on there and uh, get into creative mode, meditation mode. Sleep was the biggest one I said for me. But all those times where I really needed something, these were some of the biggest tools possible that really, really helped me out. And Again, this isn't a substitute for any medical help or anything, Um, but when I didn't want to turn to sleep drugs that they were just trying to write prescriptions for, I needed to try to find a more holistic means to to solve my problems that I was going through. And for someone who was only sleeping two or three hours a night at the worst of those conditions, I tried this stuff and it zonked me right out and put me to sleep at night. And even if I woke up in the middle of the night where sometimes I wouldn't be able to get back to sleep, I put these headphones on, I put something maybe over my eyes to help keep my eyes shut, and I would get right into those deep sleep um, modes and even keeping track of it with uh, with an Apple Watch or something where you can keep track of your sleep. It's amazing the different results you can get when you use something like that as a metric. Um, Sometimes I'll put on that Muse, which if you're not familiar with what a Muse is, there's a program that you can put on, you know, your, your mobile device, iPad, whatever, and you put this Muse on. It's a it's a Bluetooth wireless headband, and it has different sections on it. It measures your brain waves, and it gives you biofeedback. So if you're sitting there and you're trying to meditate, it will give you feedback into your headphones that your mind's active. You need to calm it down so you don't let your mind run wild while you're meditating. Sometimes I'll just use the device without my headphones on just to see where my brain waves are. And sometimes I'll use a different device to play a binaural beat while the, the headband is measuring the brain waves. And I've done it with like Ben Carroll stuff and I have never seen results like I do when I do the Ben Carroll meditations. Um, certain like hemi-syncs and binaural beats will work a certain way, but Ben's stuff, especially the live events, have a whole different result when I measure them. And it's cool when you do the nighttime stuff, when you're trying to sleep, and you have some sort of a device that's measuring your sleep pattern, putting on some of those brainwave states, you can see, a, or at least I've seen, a completely different response for when I'm trying to sleep naturally versus when I have those on. So check these things out. Read that report. Uh, very fascinating stuff. There's so much information out there on this. 
Um, but again, I just wanted to get this episode out real quick to, to basically be a prequel to what's coming up with Garrett Stevens. I'm super pumped that he came on the show uh, because we chat about some of the stuff. And like I said, we don't dive too deep into the different types of brain waves of the focus states, but we do talk about certain ones like focus 12. Um, so it's a great conversation. And I hope that this laid some of the groundwork so when that conversation comes around, you get a little bit more information. Um, But I hope you found it intriguing as well to go and do some of the research yourself. There's a ton of material all over the place, and it dives in so deep. I mean, how the CIA was able to view things thousands of miles away with people doing these studies and some of the crazy stuff that they also, I guess, sort of envisioned or saw about the shape of the universe Um, that the shape of the universe is a torus, which if you're not familiar with that, it's basically like the shape of an apple or an orange where it has sort of a navel on the top and the navel on the bottom. And a lot of things in nature take that, that toroidal shape. The magnetic field of the earth takes that shape. Um, those swirling spirals where it's basically almost like a donut or like, like the apple is really, I think like the best, um, the best representation of it. But they envisioned in some of these sessions the shape of the universe, and it's in the CIA report, that the shape of the universe is actually the shape of a torus. And that's amazing because before I actually read this report, I had that sort of a vision and wrote it in a notebook um, prior to reading this report that the the universe was uh, potentially like a white hole where the Big Bang is basically the top of the universe where like the top of the apple and it's always a constant process of the, the white hole blowing material out, expanding, and it goes in this big, long cycle and then gets recycled into the bottom. They had the same exact vision in the middle of the CIA report, which I thought was fascinating. It was like a total confirmation for me on a concept that I had just come to me out of the blue. And uh, it makes a lot of sense physics-wise. You know, like the universe is just one big recycling plant, that there's always a big bang going on. And all this matters eventually falling back into the backside of it into a black hole and coming out of the white hole on the top. And they had this come out in this report. It was one of the most fascinating parts. Um, but go check out that document right on CIA.gov. Uh, like I said, I'll try and find the link to the notes. Um, but do some deep diving yourself. You know, try this stuff out. Keep an eye out for that Hemisync episode dropping real soon. It's some fascinating, fascinating stuff. So I'm going to head out on this one. I've got very little voice left. It's been a long day, but I really wanted to get this episode out as soon as possible. Um, So I'm going to cut this one a little bit shorter than normal. And I'm going to leave you on this track from Soul Rising. This one is called Higher off of the album Elevation. Keep living, everybody. Live the highest life. Keep exploring all of those potentials and new discoveries that are out there. So much that we just don't know about. Uh, Really, we don't have a clue about some of these really crazy concepts and things that could actually be truths to how the universe works. Some of the funnest and most fascinating journeys are taken on those roads less traveled. We'll see you next time.